Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You! Are listening to Scoop B Radio. What's going on? I hope wherever you're listening from, you and your loved ones are safe during this COVID 19 period. Hey, this is the producer of Scoop B Radio, DJ Manio. I would just like to take the time out to give a big thanks for the listeners to the pod. We did record numbers last month. So, on behalf of Scoop B and myself, thank you for the four years of supporting Brandon on his media journey. If you have a few minutes to spare, please fill out a short listener survey. Go to scoopyradio.com slash poll. You can also share your opinions about the show so we know what works and what we can do better. That's scoopyradio.com slash poll. S-C-O-O-P, the letter B, R-A-D-I-O dot com slash P-O-L-L. Don't worry if you didn't catch any of that. The link will be in the description. You're listening to Scoopy Radio with Brendan Robinson. Kate Manny. 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 Scoopy Radio. You know what's official if Barry Bond said, yo. The best in the business. That's word of Scoop. You either tuning in or reading the word from Scoop. He give you the business. He show you the proof. If Scoop B said, you know it's the truth. Sports and entertainment. He give you the mix. Some of the biggest interviews. He give you the fix. On iTunes, the number one podcast, the Jordan, the journalist, the GOAT, so why ask? Watch out, watch out. about it? If he naming them, scoopy.com, do numbers like Chamberlain. Pin game is a gift, got the gift to gab. If he say it is gospel, it's as simple as that. Now pay attention and you can see the way it go. Enough of this talking. This is Scoopy Radio. You're listening to Scoopy Radio. Get on his Instagram now. Follow him. At Scoop Beast, follow him. Yes, sir. Hello, everyone. Scoopy Radio. Scoopy Robinson, senior writer at Heavy.com and the host of the Scoopy Radio podcast. And welcome to the last dance interview presented by Zenny. In their homes right now, as they're checking out their gifts, is none other. Got my box right here. Then Ryan Archidiacono, point guard of the Chicago Bulls. And Kobe White. Also, a combo guard uh, joining us at his home as well. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? How are you doing? 
Man, I'm hanging in. I'm hanging in uh, under these circumstances. Um, I am definitely glad that uh, everybody's able to to uh, get together and talk. Kobe, are you with us? We seem to be having some uh, technical difficulties there. We'll get to them in a minute. But um, before we get started, uh, I want to let everybody know and give a shout out to Zenny, uh, who is the official sponsor of the Chicago Bulls, as well as uh, the official patch of the Bulls as well. Anytime you turn on a Bulls game, uh, you'll be able to check out uh, the Zenny logo on the sleeve. And um, it's, it's a joy to bring this together as we celebrate and commemorate uh, the last dance, the final two episodes are tonight and uh, what have you. So uh, first and foremost, um, again, welcome. I know that we have some gift boxes uh, that we supplied everybody. I, I have one as well. Um, mm -hmm. Kobe, are you with us yet? Seem to be He's trying. Okay, he's trying. It's trying. We'll figure <laughs> it out. But in the yeah, meantime, yeah. I want to know uh, for you, Ryan, um, your glasses. What kind of style do you go for with glasses? You know, I have a I have a couple uh, that I really like, and Zenny hooked me up. These are some some new dope ones that they just sent me. Uh, sure. See the uh, the Chicago Bulls on the uh, on the Five. side. Yeah, so these these are really solid. I'm. I don't need prescription, but I wear glasses a ton because I'm always looking at a screen that I have the blue light blocking. So I kind of have a little bit of a variety. These are mm -hmm. also maybe my stylish if I want to step out and, and have a good time or something like that. Try to be a little bit stylish going out and about. But I can kind of I can dress them down, dress them up, whatever, whatever you need. I got I got a little a little style uh, and try to make the most out of it. But I mean, it's great. I mean, they also sent me a great case too. So. Whatever they send, uh, I've definitely been on the website, got some sunglasses as well. Uh, so just try to uh, protect my eyes and uh, take care of myself. You have to do that. And for those who are tardy to the party, once again, Zenny Optical is the official eyewear of the Chicago Bulls. You got a package. I got a package. Kobe got a package. Everybody got a package. Yeah, we got the hookup. Zenny always hooking it up. They, got it. they told me not to peek, Ryan, but I can't lie. I kind of I kind of did peek. And uh I like these glasses um, that they sent. They got these right here. I think I'm actually going to switch over to these um, because they're really? brand new. Yeah, yeah. Man. it's breaking new, and here we are. Kobe, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My fault. Kobe, Kobe White from North Carolina. What's going on, sir? What's going on? Nothing. Chilling Kobe. right now. It's What's so up, good. Kobe? What's good, Arch? Good to see you, my man. So first and foremost, um, I think it's pretty cool uh, that you have North Carolina and Villanova in the same chat. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, Kobe, I mean, clearly is a little bit younger, but it's, it's not really a topic of conversation we try to get into. <laughs> yeah, that was a devastating day for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would imagine so. Can't say the same on my end, but uh, sorry. <laughs> you, know, you know what I find interesting um, just about The Last Dance um, and just doing my research on you. Kobe, number one, you, you, you're you young, uh, but but I, but I in, in our conversations over the past year, your insight to me uh, seems a little older or grown. Either that or you're just quiet. Uh, but in doing my research, bruh, you were born in 2000. <laughs> By the yeah. by the by the time Michael Jordan made his next or third return or second or third return 
uh, to the NBA. He was a wizard. And I find it difficult. I mean, I, I'm curious to know from your perspective, um, what were your recollections of Michael? Like, did you learn from a brother or a cousin? Like, what? How do? How are we doing this? What do you know? Well, before the uh, before the documentary came out, I mainly just knew from like highlights, highlights, mm -hmm. and watching uh, hardwood classics on NBA TV. Okay. And, um, I mean. My dad, my dad, uh, and my mom obviously they both played basketball, so they talked about him a lot. But I mean, since I've been playing, I kind of everybody kind of knew who Michael Jordan was, but I never really got to see it live, you know. And you being a North Carolina, a first round pick, just like Michael, and playing for the Bulls, I'm sure there's a level of prestige, um, and, and kind of seeing it with this synergy right now. I don't want to be corny and, and, and outdated, but. I would imagine you carry this in more of a higher regard because of that connection with Mike. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, like I always say, though, like I don't, you know, try to compare myself or I hate when people try to say say, say stuff about it. But, you know, I mean, it's a blessing, you know, for sure to, to be come out of North Carolina and then also be drafted by the Bulls. And, you know, ironically, he was the last player, you know, that had done so. So it meant a lot to me. Take a reset here. Uh, we began Zenny frames and Zenny blue blocks. Uh, definitely is a need right now, particularly because we're spending a lot of time in front of your screen, whether it's Zoom calls, whether it's Instagram Live, Facebook Live, Twitter Live, what have you. How much are you guys legitimately paying attention to those rays, those, those, all those different things as you're going apart your day to day, even being at home? Jay, like you're talking about like the, the blue light, right? Uh, yeah. So, the, the, oh. so to take a step back. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. I mean, I, I hooked my family up with, Z with with Denny's. I took care of them because everyone is working on, either on Zoom calls and sure. always on the computer, always on their phones, iPads, whatever the case is. And we really don't know that much just yet about like the eye health of, of how the blue light really like affects our eyes in the future. So like Denny's getting ahead of the game. Uh, with these blue light blocking, I'm always wearing mine when I'm when I'm uh, looking at the screen. I usually put them on at night uh, for the last couple hours, just so I can kind of take my reset my body back to normal and hopefully get a great night's sleep. Because we know that blue light affects us and it tells our mind that we're still awake. So I'm always wearing them. I hook my family up, hook my friends up, and they love them. Kobe, you wear glasses. Talk about that synergy there between the fact that you wear them and you're protecting your eyes uh, from from harmful rays. Um, I think it's the it's the best of both worlds for sure. Um, just because, especially now, because uh, right now it's not much to do, so everybody's on their phone, everybody's on a laptop twenty four seven, and uh, so I think it's like I said, it's the best of both worlds. You know, um, I was I was one of those guys, you know, that you know stay up late at night on your phone and, and stuff like that, and you know, it really it really does affect you, you know, and the, and the blue light the blue light glasses really really helps you a lot in that regard for sure. If I got it right. Uh, as the great Cardi B once said, coronavirus is real. <laughs> All funny. joking aside, however, you guys have been pretty active. Uh, first of all, um, McCall's Barbecue in Goldsboro, North Carolina, sir. I've never had it, but it sounds good. Colby, tell me a little bit about your um, involvement with making donations to essential workers uh, with food uh, via uh, the, the barbecue spot in your hometown. Yeah, so um, I just wanted to do some. You know, I feel like it's the time right now. Um, 
to not focus on yourself, not be selfish, and it's it's especially a good time to to give back. You know what I'm saying? So um, I got with my my agency and my sister, and my family, and uh, my cause is it well where I'm from. My cause is really good. So barbecue mm-hmm. place is really good. Uh, when I come home, it's one of my favorite spots to, to eat at. Uh, my family loves it, so we decided to, you know to to hook my uh, local hospital up, Wayne County Hospital. Um, you know, with some food, you know, for lunch. You know, it's the least that I can do. You know, for all they're doing that. You know, for patients and and you know they're the frontline workers, so they they help us a lot during this time. That's pretty awesome. And 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 Ryan, I know we talked about North Carolina. You know, you and I have a a Pennsylvania tie. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have to tell you this. When we spoke back in the spring, I sent the article in the interview that we did to a local restaurant in the main line of Pennsylvania, Campus Corner. They offered me free dinner, so I'm hoping it happens again. (laughs) You you being from the Neshaminy area, Langhorne, Bucks County area, you have been active with young kids FaceTiming folks. Um, Tell me about your involvement. Yeah, so uh, just... I've talked to a lot of little kids, high school teams, even uh, Loyola Chicago. I spoke to them a little bit as well. But just any way I can kind of give back to little kids and kind of tell them what they can be working on during this time. Now, I know there's not many practices and there's not much gym availability uh, for everyone. Uh, So being able to work on your game in other creative ways and kind of work on your quickness and work on your handle and your driveway or Maybe you're just walking around the neighborhood, whatever the case may be, finding a hoop that you can shoot on. But just try to do little things, um, share my experiences of I never always had a gym uh, to be able to go to. So I was the same kid that all these kids are growing up uh, in the driveway, shooting, uh, working on my handle and everything. So, like I said, just trying to give my experiences uh, because not everything has been uh, all like in the NBA my whole career. I really had to grind my way into the NBA and tell them about. Uh, everything's not perfect. You know, this is a bump in the road for everybody in their life, but we're going to be able to get through and move on and try to keep a positive attitude while we're doing it. This sounds like he's saying if I can grind like this to shine like that, I, I like your, your mind frame right now. Um, Kobe, I mean, seriously, man, basketball is a game that you both love. Is it difficult um, kind of sitting at home figuring out next moves? Um. Yeah, uh, for sure. You know, for the most part, the game has never been like, you know, taken away from me as it is now. You know, um, I don't think any of us is used to this. Like, you know, knock on wood, but I've never had, you know, any injuries that prolong me not to play for a longer period of time. And this is the first time in my life, like, I haven't been able to really go hoop when I want to. So, I mean, it's difficult for sure. But, you know, right now, I mean, basketball is my life, but it's, it's a lot more things going on in the world that's, that's more important than basketball right now. So. Which leads us back into uh, the last dance. Uh, Ryan, you were born in 94. Uh, Kobe, you were born in 2000. I have to ask you, Ryan, uh, for you, you were born around the time that the Rockets won their first championship. And then, you know, by the time they won their second, you were two years old. What was your point of reference um, with those? Um, I mean, (laughs) wasn't much. It was probably similar to Kobe's in the fact that, I mean, I was – I don't know, three or four, but uh, I always remember my brother. Uh, he was three years older than me. Uh, my dad, we were watching. Now, I, I can't remember specifics, but my brother tells me that we would watch uh, the finals. We were watching the finals when Jordan uh, in 98 hit the shot against the Jazz, and my dad turned to both of us and said, like, you you're both are going to remember this for the rest of your life, like kind of us watching in our family room 
watching what MJ did and mm-hmm. um, this the second three Pete. So that's like kind of the one thing that's always been like a a, a memory. Uh, I know I was only four years old at the time, but it's always just stuck with me that it's crazy that I play for the Bulls now, given the fact that when I was a four year old uh, watching MJ um, win and make a huge shot in Utah flu game, everything like that in uh, 98. So that's probably my uh, first and uh, probably last uh, Jordan uh, era bull uh, memory. How has your perception of Michael changed? Question for both of you. The floor is yours. I think, I think he's just like, you, you know, that he's just like a killer in like everything that he does. Like he's like just super, super competitive, both on and off the court. And like, being there are different types of leaders and you're able to see like the leadership that he brought to that team to be able to get the best out of everyone. Now, some people don't think it's the best type of leadership, but Hey, the results speak for themselves. And I think we all have to respect that. Mm-hmm. And you just see the competitive fire. Like I said, like gambling on the golf course, gambling, like he just, <laughs> he just wanted to win. It was like a winner, win or lose thing. Even when he lost, he was like, I'm coming back. I'm getting back to work day one to be able to uh, uh, prepare for the following season and make sure this doesn't happen again. Uh, you guys are fairly young, um, but that doesn't matter. Aaliyah said age ain't nothing but a number. I do have to ask this question. Um, you guys didn't play against Kobe Bryant. Um, you guys didn't play against Michael. When you watch Jordan, the documentary, his level of competitive spirit, is there anybody that you've observed that comes close to that uh, in your level of competition so far? Oh, I mean... Arch, Arch could probably answer this question better because he's been in the league longer than me. Um, <laughs> I, 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 like, I, I have a year over you. I got like, I got like one point five. You know, I played like two ways. I didn't, I didn't have a full thing. I mean, there's so many. I mean, Jordan seems to be like on a whole nother level. Now there are yeah. dudes who who hate to lose. Like I hate to lose more than anyone. But like the stuff that he was doing and pushing his teammates and just the physical ability and how, how stronger he got and just being able to push his teammates while he was the best player in the league and uh, rose expectations for Chicago. And they just yeah. consistently won. And he kind of made his mark and established himself as, as the best in the world, as we saw in like 92 during the pickup game in Monaco, mm-hmm. like you, you were able to see that. So uh, I can't give one or think of one specific person, but there's definitely so many people out there who hate to lose. Kobe, you still pondering? <laughs> I mean, I just say, like I like I said, like Kobe Bryant was obviously the closest to to Michael, you mm-hmm. know, um, to Michael Jordan. But like, I just don't, I I don't think there is anyone, you know, that that is as competitive as he is. Like like Art said, it's a lot of guys that hate to lose, but sure. they don't take it to that extreme level that he took it to. I feel like. Um, you know, it's cool. Like a lot of guys lose after the game, you know, you're pissed, you're mad. But once you get home and go to the car, you know, once you get in the car and go home, it's like, all right, on to the next. Like, I feel like he didn't have that mentality. It was just like, if he lost, like he was getting in his teammates, he was doing this, he was doing that. And, you know, he, he, he made everybody feel like, all right, like, you know, we don't need to lose again type thing. So I just feel like he, he just took it to another level that nobody else has. I think if this basketball career doesn't work out, Kobe, I think you'll be an excellent anchor for this reason. Uh, and I, I think the basketball is going to work out. Phonetically, um, your name sounds like Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bean Bryant. Um, 
when you um, look at Kobe, I feel like I've polled a lot of players uh, throughout the course of this season. Um, they've discussed how Kobe was their generation's Michael, and and and, and I I can kind of see it. Um, how much did you um, see similarities between those two guys? Um, I think it's just uh, well. First of all, you can tell in their games the tongue, the 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 way they move, you know everything. Like like Kobe said, you know he he wanted to be him. You know it, there wouldn't be a Kobe, you know, without MJ. Um, but I just feel like the the mentality, you know, the way that they carry themselves, um, sure. the way they the way that they work, the way they, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the greatest regardless of what anybody else thinks, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's one thing about, you know, MJ is that through this documentary that I learned, like, he didn't care what other people thought of him, you know, on the, like, when he was playing, he didn't care what other people thought, he didn't care about, you know, their opinion on him. And I think Kobe was the same way. He just wanted to win. And I feel like that, that you know, Kobe was my generation, MJ, for sure. Um, you know, everybody that I know, you know, when I was coming up, looked up the Kobe's Bryant mentality, and, you know, everybody wanted to to be like him. Everybody wanted to be, you know, the face of LA, the, the face of the Lakers and, and win championships. No, that's real. Uh, Ryan, you're shaking your head. You adding something to that? Hey, I mean, Kobe, I mean, from Philadelphia suburbs, Laura Marion. So I grew up playing against his high school and playing in Kobe Bryant gymnasium and, and wearing his kicks and PIAA. Yeah. Yeah. Represent. But I mean, you just, I mean, everyone wanted to kind of be like Kobe on the court. I mean, I know, when I was with my friends in high school, anytime we shot anything in the trash, we're saying Kobe. Like that, like that was, when I was growing up, that's that's what it was. He was like our generation, my generation's uh, Jordan, just because he was just an ultra competitive dude. You know, after they lost like the Celtics in 08, he was getting that team back in shape, like calling out Pau Gasol or, or whatever and just and expecting greatness because he saw that in his bigger brother as Jordan, uh, like he said in the documentary. So I'm just everything that Kobe said, I agree with. But I was being from this area, you just have another amount of respect and um, for Kobe. Mr. White, you giggled, and I find that interesting. You, you kind of had the home court advantage. You could yell, Kobe, you call your own name when you <laughs> your shot. How does that work growing up? Oh, no. Nah. They knew growing up when I said Kobe, I was talking about Kobe Bean. Uh, <laughs> I'm for sure. But, yeah, like when, when Arch was saying, you know, shot in the trash can and said, Kobe, you know, makes you realize, like, that's really what, you know, we was doing. Like, me and my friends were doing the same thing. Even, like, not even a trash can. Even, like, we had a fadeaway jumper, you know, or something like that, you know, growing up, playing outside on the outside goals, playing 21. You know, we out there hooping. You know, we was we was saying Kobe. So, you know, that's just how it worked. And it, it was just – it just clicked in my mind when he said it. So, that was it. One of the things that stood out in the in the Jordan or the Bulls documentary, I keep saying Jordan documentary, it seems synonymous, but when you, <laughs> when you check out The Last Dance, um, one of the things that stood out to me, and I think it'll be a lasting impact, is when Michael talked about people criticizing and how everybody's not meant to be great. And at the end, when he was finished and he was crying, he said, break. Is it just me? Or did you guys get chills when you saw that? Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, I've seen it clipped up on from so many Twitter accounts about like you just you can just tell how much winning and competing and getting better that this dude like wanted to do. Like and it was just like a mic drop. It was like, boom, like that's it. Like, and again, <laughs> like you could just tell like if someone gets that emotional, their care factor is just sure. crazy. Like it's it's crazy. So he cared so much about 
being the greatest, have, uh, being the best player, uh, and having the best team and winning. Mr. White? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I think it kind of, you know, for him, you know, and everybody knows, like, Michael Jordan is not really a, a big-time cry. He's not really an emotional guy. For him to get that that emotional over, you know, that topic, it just shows, you know, that what he, like it's real. Like, he wanted to be the greatest. It wasn't just for show. It wasn't just for this. It was because the end of him wanted to be great, and he inspired to be great, and he inspired to be the best to ever play the game. So I think it just solidified by him doing that and showing his true emotions, it solidified, you know, him wanting to be the best. Wanted to be the best. Um, I remember, uh, I believe that was uh, Ric Flair. If you want to be the best, woo, you got to be the best. And <laughs> when, I, when I look at um, you guys this season uh, and, and covering you guys the last couple of seasons, Ryan, you told me that you guys have aspirations to do something great. Uh, Kobe, if I'm not mistaken, you have often been on record and said, you know, various things, just as personal goals and more. Um, I think that's interesting because your teammate, Kobe, literally the other day, Zach Levine called you a human flamethrower. When I hear that, I think of Dalcine from Street Fighter. <laughs> your reference is that. <laughs> for you, how, what does that mean for you um, as, as hearing that from the, from, the, from the face of the franchise? I'm in mean, a lot. You know, me and Zach are, you know, really tight. We're boys, you know, really cool and you know, Zach, like, you can go back to, you know, training camp and seeing what, you know, his interviews, he, you know, he, he's had a belief in me since day one. And I think towards the end of the season, you know, um, I got to show, you know, um, what he was believing in me for. So I'm in it a lot, you know, uh, he was all, all season he was saying, I got to come up with a nickname for you. And I guess he found it. <laughs> <laughs> you you know, we the, I talked with both of you guys back in February when you were in Philly, uh, when he played the Sixers. And uh, we talked about, you know, him not being selected as an all-star. And, you know, he talked to me, he said it, it wasn't really just, he was disappointed, but it gave him a chance to kind of hone his craft. Um, <clears throat> I guess my question is, where do you see Zach? Um, as a as a uh, as, as the face of the franchise, like what are you most impressed with as far as his growth? Ryan, I'll start with you. Um, I, I, this man, like he works his damn ass off. Like he he works super hard. He wants to be great, but he wants to win. You know what I mean? I think we're all hungry to win, and I think he's just he's a big time competitor, um, and he's just a big time player. We've seen so many games where he's. He's uh he's led us to victory. I mean, the Charlotte game to me just always sticks out. Mm-hmm. Having 13 threes, 49 points, the game winner, like off of Kobe's like steal, like everything, everything that Zach does, he wants to win. Like that that that's his ultimate thing. So he was definitely bummed that he he wasn't uh, announced an All Star or picked as an All Star. But the kid, he's 24 years old. He's still he's in his seventh year in the NBA and he's 24 years old. Like this this man's only gonna get better and better. Like. I see it on a daily basis. Kobe sees it on a daily basis. Like he, he works his ass off and he's he's gonna get there at some point. It's just a matter of time and when. For sure. Mr. White. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> last year, you know, obviously it was my first year in the league and you know, I was I was got dropped to the Bulls and um, you know, all you hear around Zach Levine's name is just dunker, 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 he's a dunker. And, you know, when I first get got there, I didn't realize, you know, how effortless he scores the ball and how effortless he plays the game. And, you know, um, so, you know, obviously he was 
it was a bummer, you know, not to only him, but to all of us. Yeah, he did. He didn't make the All Star game, you know. Do you know even looking at his resume and what he did throughout the season? But you know, like Art said, he's he's young. You know, he's super talented. It's not like he's going to get worse. He's going to get better over you know the course of his career. And I feel like his time is coming. You know, um, but I I respect the fact that when he didn't make it, you know, a lot of people could have you know been ranting, could have been angry, upset, you know. But he just took it as you know what. I'm just going to continue to get better, continue to work on my craft, and I'm, you know, I'm eventually I'm going to make the all-star team for sure. So um, he's definitely going to make it multiple times out of his career. Um, like I said, he's, he's, he's just, he makes the game look easy. And, um, you know, like Art said, he, he works hard. He comes in every day with a workman-like attitude. And, you know, um, he's definitely, you know, a, a guy that you can look up to and, and you know, try to, try to be like. I like what you guys said about, um, you know, the dunker. Kobe, it was you who said that because I think a lot of times certain players come in the league and they have this thing and people just expect that all the time. But when I look at guys like Blake Griffin, who expanded his game, he wasn't just a dunker. He, you know, developed a, a face of jumper, could post up a little bit. He wasn't just dunking over cars. I'm seeing that transition the same way with, with, with Levine. Um, yeah. I, I, think, I think that's so important with basketball because when you become a one-trick pony, you know, it, he's 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 diversified his ability to do many different things on the court. I think other people like yourself are noticing it. I think you like just from the fact that he's won two dunk contests, and he said like they want him to keep doing it. He's like, oh, I'm gonna do the three point shooting, and like he he could if if he wanted to, he could probably win the skills competition if he wanted to. Like he's he's an all around player. But show sure, we're almost at the halfway point. I'm here with my two guys. Ryan Archie Diacono and Kobe White of the Chicago Bulls talking last dance and everything else. Make sure you check out Zenny on all social media platforms. They're doing Scoop tremendous things, as well as being the official eyewear of the Chicago Bulls. Um, their patches are on the jerseys, and they've got the player styling, profiling. Um, the Bulls, in theme of the last dance, uh, recently hired uh, a, a new general manager and Mark Eversley. Uh, I thought it was perfect timing because of everything Bulls right now. I'm curious from you guys' perspective, what do you know about him and have you met him yet? Um, I, I don't know too much about him. Um, you know, um, I know that, you know, he, he, he takes me, you know, not too long ago, uh, about a couple of weeks ago, just introduced himself and I introduced myself to him and you know, it, it, I got a great vibe from him, and um, you know, he said that he just he he can't wait to get to work. You know, once he's all over, his way to get to work, and you know, that's how that's how I move. I'm the same way. You know, I just can't wait to get back to Chicago and get to work, and you know, continue to grind and continue to get better. Yeah, you, same kind of thing with me. Um, don't know, don't know too much. I mean, I know he was with like Nike and uh, the Raptors, what uh, Arturis told us, and then with the Sixers most recently. So. Um, no, he's been in the Philly area. Um, seems like an, a great dude. We met him on a Zoom call. That's kind of what you can do right now. So besides the text, you have a quick Zoom call with the whole team. But that's been it. But I know he's definitely hungry to get back to work, like Kobe said, as I'm sure we all are, uh, ready to get back and uh, try to turn things around and get some Ws, that's for sure. You talked about team chemistry. I always ask this question. Uh, I've spoken to various guys on the Lakers. What the team group text looks like? Um, to be as clean as possible, but still, I guess, I, I'm curious to know, during coronavirus, what kind of inspiring things are you guys sharing with one another uh, as a team uh, during uh, this pandemic? 
uh, I mean, we got to keep that together, you know. I mean, we're not going to just tell you everything, you know. We can't give you the inside <laughs> scoop on everything. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, you know, you know, you got you got all people always joking around and stuff. But there are definitely times where it's like, what, like, you can't text them every single day and like sure. talk every single day, just given the fact that we're all doing the same thing. We're all just right. waiting, waiting on clearance and stuff. But you know, you got your jokesters and uh, people. It's more the Zoom calls. When we like when we Zoom call, I think mm-hmm. it's it's more like people just like like normal funny jokes at whatever. You know what I mean? Sato's doing something. Kobe's doing whatever he's doing. Like every, everyone is kind of just like little nudges and he, uh, here and there. Yeah, Sadonowski strikes me as the jokester. Am I a little yeah. off with that? He's a, nah, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. <laughs> he's, hilarious. <laughs> he, he's great. Sato Sato's funny man. The NCAA tournament. Um, there was no tournament. You guys come from prestigious schools, Villanova in North Carolina. How weird was that to not have March Madness? Well, I mean, honestly, uh, it was weird, but my team wasn't going to be in it. So, <laughs> so it, didn't, it didn't hurt me as much as not being, but it hurt, you know, not being able to watch my Madness because it's one of the best months of basketball in the, yeah. in the year. Um, and it's entertaining, entertaining to watch and to watch how, you know, everything unfolds, you know, the underdogs come and then, you know, the dominant, the dom- those who dominate, you know, dominate and whatnot. But just the surprise, it, it's just like uh, the anticipation, you know, you never know what's going to happen, who's going to win, who's going to lose. So, yeah, I mean, I really missed it. But like I said, my team wasn't really in it. So uh, it didn't hurt me as much. Ryan is grinning from in the, ear to ear right now. <laughs> nah, hey, I mean, Villanova, Villanova was solid. You know, I was bummed out for, for Nova in the fact and for everyone to to watch the games. I mean, they're, they're awesome. But uh, my little brother is a freshman on Villanova. So mm-hmm. I know the experiences of playing in the tournament as does Kobe it's it's there's nothing like it it's, it's special you get like kind of butterflies when like you first get there and everything so I'm, I'm bumming for him uh that my little brother is pumped to play in like the Big East tournament and NCAA tournament as well so uh hopefully everything's going to get back to normal um and then we can hopefully have one next year and uh they'll be able to experience that as I'm sure North Carolina will be good again you know yeah, I'm gonna be good next year for sure. I, I love this bipartisanship right now with Villanova and North Carolina. I don't even know what to say. I mean, hey, Kobe, no, hey, Kobe was probably like 13 when we won the title. I don't even know. That was like, <laughs> I was I was 13. I'm kidding. I'm I was, kidding. Probably was, I was like, probably like 16. I think I was 16. Lord, 15. You know, I, no, I was 15, wasn't it? I think 15. It was it was in 2016. So mm-hmm. I, I was so, definitely 16. Uh, yeah, I was okay. 16. Right, then you you hit you had the assist for the game winner, correct? In twenty yeah sixteen. Are you talking about in the title? Yes, that was twenty sixteen, right? Yeah, twenty sixteen. It was to uh so my teammate, like Kobe knows this, like Chris Jenkins, his so his stepbrother, the family he grew up with, was on North Carolina. So like, mm-hmm. yeah. I knew I knew them. Like his parents, like the Brits, they're like the best people. Dad was like a cop, like former, like just a great, great family. So I know either way they were gonna win. But then once we won, like I wanted him to win next year because Nate like is such a good dude. Like I was cheering hard for if Villanova could win, I, I wanted North Carolina to win. So I'm 
I'll put that out there and be honest. Like I, the way that, that we beat them, it, it was just such a tough loss. So I was definitely pulling for my boy Nate next year and um, super pumped for them to win. Zinni is the official eyewear of the Chicago Bulls. I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson here with Kobe White and Ryan Archie Diacono. Ryan, I have been practicing your name in the mirror all day because I don't want to flub it up. Um, <laughs> Kobe, you got the easiest name and uh, it, it rolls off pretty well. Um, I'm curious to know from you guys' perspective, um, what is maybe something that you learned about yourself or a skill that you realized that you, you had with all this board in the house and in the house board time you've had? Um, Kobe, you want to go? I, I, <laughs> uh, I feel like I kind of already knew this, but I feel like I realized like how not social of a person I am. If that makes sense. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't so, say. <laughs> I mean, I'm not talking, but like before I was always busy, you know, I was having games during the season, you know, like when I went to Carolina, it was you on a routine every day. So it's like, you miss a call. Ah, I was, I was, I was hooping. I was practicing. I was in treatment. Now it's like, I have no excuse, but I still do. Like, I just don't want to yeah. like, you know, like, I just feel like I always made an excuse for myself on like, not why I'm not social, like why I'm not good at communicating. But now I realize like, I'm just not good on it, good at it, and I should work on it for sure. I'm gonna hold you to that. Okay. Yeah, I should definitely work on it for sure. I have to. Like, it's bad. Cause Kobe, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Growing up, I hated the doctor. My mother had to sit on me one time when I had to get a shot. <laughs> and I remember being out there in Chicago, which in November, I'm like, "Hey, yo, what is he doing?" Like, but I, but, 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 but I feel like you're the type of person you're like, soup, it's gotta, you gotta warm up to somebody. That's what I've observed yeah. from being around yeah. you. Ryan, yeah. on the other hand, is a politician. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I'm, I'm a personable person. I like to, you know what I mean? I, I like to think that I can hold a conversation with anyone at any point. You know what I mean? I, I try to make people feel, feel welcomed and, and, uh, and loved and get to know them and stuff. So, whether it's a random person on the street, like I, wherever I'm at, like I'm, I'm, I'm always talking to people, but I can't think of anything that I've really like done in the quarantine period where I've been like, oh, like this is like, I'm realizing something about myself. Maybe I've done like more like uh, Peloton. I did the Peloton, like I ride a bike. I don't know. Like, that, hey, hey, really... hey that, that gets you right though, bro. I did that for the first time during quarantine. No, I was sweating. I, I was sweating yeah. bad. It, like, yeah, Peloton gets you right. So, like, I've been doing, like, the Peloton, and I've been doing, uh, I don't know. Let's, uh, I've been, that's kind of like it. <laughs> it's pretty boring, but that's basically it. Who's your favorite Peloton instructor? Uh, I, I usually have my, like, two. I like uh, Kendall, Kendall, and uh, Alex. Those are my two. I like it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're my two. Because they're, like, they, they do, like, the hit, the hitting Hills rides, like, it's 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 intense, but I, I like it. You get a great sweat from it. But there's nothing like game shape and, and hoop and getting up and down. So I mean it's just about getting a sweat though. So I'm curious to know before we get to the last section of our um of our QA, have you guys been keeping up with these verses on Instagram live? Ludacris. Ludacris oh, and Ellie yesterday. Oh. I who won? Didn't didn't I didn't Luda win? <laughs> 
So I understand you guys had thunderstorms in Chicago, those who were in Chicago the other day, but Nelly was dealing with like thunderstorms and he said that the thunderstorms were messing up his internet connection. I don't know. I don't watch them, to be honest. I don't watch them. Okay. I, I, just, I don't even know what you're talking I just about. Saw, yeah. <laughs> it, what, I don't even, I just know you go on IG Live and it's, there's two like musicians, right? Two artists. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what they do though. Like, I don't, I don't They know, play like, their greatest hits. So Ludacris and, 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 and Nelly, I may be dating myself a little bit. They they had their their top hits in two thousand, and mm-hmm. basically they you know they, those were big hits that they had. So basically they were going through their catalog of greatest hits, and um, you know they were going verses, and you know who whose was better, and the fans decide. Just got and 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 um, and and basically did something last week, and then they continued it this week, and basically Nelly couldn't really perform because the, the Wi Fi was trash. Oh okay okay. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm glad that the Wi-Fi is working with us, though, as I'm here with you guys. And I want to transition uh, into a word association game. Uh, I used to do this. I started as a kid uh, around the NBA and in the locker room. And I used to ask players, you know, the first thing that, that would come to mind. In fact, I'd say, Mr. White and Mr. Archie Diacono, if you would allow me to pick your brain for a minute, I'm going to throw out a word. And I'd like you to name the first NBA player that comes to mind. You mind if I do that with you guys today? Yeah. All right. So, court vision. Steve Nash. Oh, he's got to be a court. Yo, yo, be a I literally player. said, I literally thought Steve Nash. <laughs> I was, really I was like, is it, yeah, is it current player? Whoever you want it to be. It's your world. Hey, I'm I'm it. All right, I'll, I'll go. If it's a current player, I'm going to say Chris Paul, though. Huh. I like it. Yeah. He's rejuvenated that Thunder team this season. Um, facts. Facts. Uh, next one. Um, business savvy. Thad Young. I heard Thad Young. Who'd you say, Kobe? I said Dwayne Wade. Huh. Dad, Dad knows his stuff. Dad knows his stuff. Yeah, but that 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 goes crazy in the business department. I'm not even gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, like be te- he'd be teaching us a lot. Yeah, for sure. Like that is like a great teammate, and that I I will be in like the cold tub or hot tub. I just ask him questions, and he's just because he's been around the league. He's made like relationships, and like he's 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 like your vet. Like he's a true vet. Like been around, yeah, knows, knows what's yeah. up. Like for sure. Like to me, I, I hear business and like on our team for sure. That best all around player. Uh, <laughs> that's, 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 uh, that's the hard one, bro. All right, oh, yeah. we ain't got all day. <laughs> I know, damn. Uh, Kobe White. I like that. Play it over. Support my teammate. Support my teammate. Triple double threat. Russell Westbrook. I just yeah, Westbrook is mine for sure. Three point assassin. Steph. Clay Thompson. I was gonna say Clay Thompson. I don't, I don't we don't need to talk about that. Steph. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you got y'all got that up close and personal. Yikes. Sure. <laughs> By the time I checked into the game, this man already had six threes and we're five minutes into the game. I'm like, yo, Kobe, when yo, when you're feeling it and you already make shots, like it's not like anyone can really stop you. Like you're already in a rhythm. At all. Like, like yeah, it, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I was like, oh shit, you already got damn six threes. I'm like, damn. <laughs> right, tell me something. In that game, 
What were your mentions like on social media after that game? You don't look at that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't <laughs> – I try not to look at my, like, mentions anyway. If I – the only people who follow me or I follow them, if I follow them, then I, I get the notifications, hmm. like, if they tweet something. So I shut mine off to, like, random people. I don't – I don't do that. I, I try to stay off social media a lot too. I don't know why. Like Instagram and I like Twitter, but I'm not really like a looking in the comments type guy. Kobe, are you the same way? Uh, I used to be, not anymore. <laughs> what changed? <laughs> I wanted to see what they was what, what people was talking about, and I like to see it. And so, and sometimes if I if I really like if if it's really if it really like made me irritated, like I'll screenshot it and. I just use it as a reminder of what, like, you know, what people are saying, the chatter that's going around. Um, so usually I use it as, like, kind of, like, motivation sometimes. I didn't start doing that, though, until I think I got to Carolina. I like it. I like it. I want to finish up this word association. Um, pure leader. Mm. Mm. Pure leader. Mm. Pure leader. Damn, that's a tough one. Yeah, because I like I've I've only been on the Bulls for a couple of years. You know, I'm just trying to think. Like, but you were a fan first, Michael Jordan. I mean, you can see it, right? I'm learning more and more about it. You got it. Yeah, like, you can. Like, yeah, like I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. <laughs> I like it, Kobe. Then I'll go. I'll go Kobe Bean. I go Kobe Bryant. Then. I there like you go. it. I like it. Yeah. Um. I guess the last one I have is who is the next Michael Jordan? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that one. There's, a, there's only one Jordan, right? There's only one yeah, Jordan. Like, okay. I'm when the you, only train. What you said? <laughs> Hey, you're dropping all these quotes and all these references. I said I'm the only Ty Crane. I like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like that. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, SoundCloud link in his bio. Check him out. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Guys, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. It was really good to have something to laugh at, talk about, and more. Before we let you go, what are you what what do you anticipating being great about the last two episodes of The Last Dance? Everything. I mean, it's been so good throughout the whole time. So I think that like every episode has gotten better and better. It's just like, I think I, I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. I've been looking forward to it since the, the eighth or eighth episode ended on last Sunday night. So it's like the whole <laughs> week you're thinking about it. Cause it's like, you don't really have any other live sports or stuff to look forward to, a footage you've never seen before. So I think it's going to be awesome. Mr. White, floor is yours. What are you looking forward to? I'm just looking forward. Like R said, the, the watching it, you know, um, it's been great. I hate this is the last few episodes. You know, you kind of don't want it to end. Um, mm -hmm. But it's just, uh, you know, every Sunday, you know, I've really never been that type of guy that, you know, it's like I now I'm being I'm being I'm being serious. I mean nah. serious. I, I never been the type of guy like if I if the show's coming on like or the type of like, oh, it's coming at nine, like I gotta be home to watch it. Like yeah. I've never been that, that type of dude. But like with this with this documentary, this this series, 
like at nine, like I'm already showered, like phone, like I'm yeah. I'm, tuned, I'm, I'm tuned in. Like, um, do you watch it, on Twitter too? Like, follow along what people think on Twitter? Nah, no. Nah, You're just nah, locked I, in. I, I really like. I, I watch it. I don't touch my phone during it. I maybe touch my phone in a commercial break. Word. But, That's what I do. Other, I think everyone but, does that. Uh, yeah. But other than that, like when it's on, like I'm 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 locked in. And because like I'm locked in, like and afterwards, like I don't want to miss anything. So like I like I have discussions with like cause like my old trainers from from back home, like um I whenever you know I talk to them, I, I usually see them a lot. So. You know, um, they talk about it a lot, and we had debates on you know one of the, some some guys. You know my you know guy named Darian Cahill, who's a who's a fitness who's a fitness guy. He 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 liked Braun. He loved Braun. And then my basketball trainer, you know Jeremy Jeremy Jeffries, he he loved Jordan. So they go back and forth, and then me and my brother have our input and the great discussions. And you know I just you know I like debating, so, you know, especially about basketball. Word. It's funny, my, my makeup artist <clears throat> Lauren was here and she she you know getting ready for today and she I was explaining to her just the significance of Michael and I told her it's almost like the last dance and basketball at large is soap operas for men. Yeah, I mean low key, low it's key. True, though. It's true, yeah. it is true. Like, yeah. I know everyone was reminiscent on the Kobe episode, like but even though it was so short, like just it's like it's it, that that part was just like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, Girl look, man crying in the club. It, it, where's the Usher theme song in this club? <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, I want to thank funny. you so much for your time. For those who are still watching, uh, I want to remind everyone that uh, if you want to purchase uh, Zenny blocks of your own, make sure to visit zenny.com. Uh, any last thoughts that we have? I think we've pretty much nailed everything soap opera for men, song references. And Kobe's new nickname being Flamethrower. I like that. Um, <laughs> Wear your zennies watching the last dance. You have to. Protect your eyes, man. Follow that My good stuff. Is. We gotta do yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, gentlemen, I want to thank you for your time once again. And um, I'm hoping to see you down the line pretty soon. Yep. Thanks for having me. Stay All safe right, and healthy. Have a good yeah. one. You too. You this is Scooby Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Duncan. Come on. 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 